Hello and welcome to another episode of the Climbing Destinations podcast. I'm your host, Amit Pendro, and uh, thanks for joining. Sorry for my voice, I'm a bit uh, having a cold, but uh, yeah, let's get going. So today we're discovering the world famous Meteora. Meteora is one of the most beautiful and unique places around the world. Also a very famous UNESCO site, uh, mainly known for the beautiful rock towers and the suspended monasteries on top of it, on top of those uh, amazing rock towers. Uh, it's really, it's, yeah, it's magical and it's like, it's totally insane place. And for this episode, we are speaking with Vasily. Vasily is a local legend. He was born there and he knows every stone, cave, tower, whatever you run around the area. Uh, yeah, he's been living there all his life. Today is a guide. He's boating new routes, develop, developing uh, bouldering areas nearby and doing some other crazy stuff like uh, soloing and base jumping and he's uh, a pure real legend of our sport and a super nice guy. I met him a few years back with when me and my wife we were traveling around Greece for a while and we had a stop in Metora and yeah we just had a couple of beers outside of his climbing gym. It was like a super nice and memorable experience. So it was awesome to reconnect with him. Uh, we always referred to him as the Zen master because he's always seemed like so calm and in control. And I'm sure that's what he is. So we were talking about a lot of uh, super interesting stuff, the history of the place, why there are such huge distances, distances between the bolts in Metora about uh, newer and more modern sectors, bouldering areas even, uh, food, and really a lot more. It took some time to to skyrocket, but after a while it gets, yeah, it's just pure gold, so stick around. And just before we get going, just really quick announcement that is I'm really excited about is two things and collaborations. So. The first one is for the training enthusiasts of you. Um, so for me personally, I have times that I enjoy climbing without any structure and times that I do enjoy some structure and, and proper training. For example, like now when I'm, I have like quite a big goal ahead of me, we talk about maybe in the future. And so I decided like I want to start training properly. So for this you know during my life as a climber i've been i know a lot of i've known a lot of coaches and platforms and stuff and i recently started working with the climbing pill climbingpill.com it's a platform for training by Ofer blutrich he's a professional climber a coach a physio and yeah just a really great person and i've been with the platform for a couple of months now and it's great i love it and uh, there is a bot that reminds you every day the training you need to do, which is super comfortable and nice. And the really game changer thing is that they have a 24-7 support. So from a team of a coach and physios and so it's really cool. I really recommend it. So if you want to give it a try, you can check it out and get 20% off for your first month of training 
using CDP24 on checkout. So that's CDP24 on checkout at theclimbingfield.com. Um, yeah, go check it out. Second thing is super cool, and I'm excited about that as well, is that, as I said, and you know, and you will know, I traveled a lot in Greece in my life, and I rented a car many times, and I always did that, or not always, but once I found out that I do it through Avance, which is a local company, a Greek company, I never looked back, so I always uh, rented through Avance. And always I had like really good, really good uh, impressions and yeah, it was awesome every time. So basically if you want to rent a car when you go to Greece and you want to give a help, you know, give a hand to the podcast. So I would make like a tiny commission so you can get into their website through the link I live here in the show notes and on the website climbingdestinationpodcast.com. So that's it. Two very exciting announcements and a really awesome episode ahead. So I hope you enjoy it. Uh, get your chalk out because this one gets... Uh, there are some crazy uh, stories about far bolts. <laughs> and uh, yeah, just have fun and see you on the other side. Ciao, ciao. Hello, Vasily. Hello. Welcome. Hello, mate. How are you? I'm good, man. How are you? Fine. Good. Happy, happy that you're here. Uh, happy to see you after like uh, many, <laughs> many years. Um, okay, so before we start about uh, climbing and Meteora in general and stuff, I am. Um, can you tell us a bit about you? Uh, yeah, what do you do and uh, everything? Okay, I'm Vasilis. I born in uh, Calabaca in Madeira. So I started climbing since I was, uh, since I don't remember, <laughs> since I was a kid. So <laughs> the first years we we're just playing around and uh, finding some caves to explore or something like that. So the climbing was uh, an adventurous thing for us. And, and a big uh, a big play for all my my friends. So we're discovering new places to go, new kind of secret paths and routes. So that's how we start to do some uh, some climbing. My big brother, he was climbing at the time a lot, so and I had some experiences with him, like uh, you know, I was trying, he was trying to get me into climbing, but I was very, very small. I couldn't take off the the nut, the friend, so we try sometimes, but he <laughs> may okay, you're very small. <laughs> You cannot take out uh, <laughs> the nuts, so uh, we're gonna wait or something. <laughs> so yeah, I was I start uh, I started to climb uh, something like that and have experiences with uh, with the proper climbing equipment since I was very young. 
So after uh, I started to do some more climbing, when I was about 11, 12 years old, I started to climb every day. Uh, I started to take part in uh, the Greek climbing competitions. And I was an athlete, a climbing athlete since uh, my 24, 25 years old. And I started to do, then I stopped, I quit. So then I started to do some, uh, some other climbing uh, lessons to be a climbing instructor. And the last, uh, yeah, the last years I'm a climbing instructor. I'm a climbing coach as well. I've got a small uh, indoor climbing uh, team in Calabaca. Uh, and pretty much all my life is about climbing. <laughs> nice. Thanks for that. Yeah, um, when I met you there, we did a small tour in the climbing gym. And uh, I remember it has such a nice vibe and uh, like a climber's vibe. Uh, yeah, that's a really cool memory. And I will, yeah, the um, Kalambaka to who doesn't know, like for sure, Google it, but uh, it's like one of the most prettiest places I can imagine. So it's amazing you were like, you were born there. Um, yeah, that's awesome. So today you are, um, you're guiding or guiding and you have the gym and that's your full time. Yes, I do guiding. Uh, actually, my first guiding was when I was 16 years old, but uh, you know, <laughs> the last uh, years I do it like a, like a proper job. And I have the climbing team as well, and I do rope access. I work at Hyde mm -hmm. and you know, all this stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So ropes and the ropes. Ropes and ropes. So climbing for so long, do you still uh, have the passion for it for yourself? Like, do you climb, I don't know, to reach higher grade and stuff like this? Or it's not, it's not your thing? Yes, it's not. Yes, it's always like, uh, like that, but it's not specific aid about the grade. Okay. It's about the, the adventure. Okay, so I like to do things in my level, whatever is the level at the time, you know, sometimes when I climb more, it's uh, harder when I don't, it's, uh, it's not, <laughs> <laughs> so, but I try to find uh, uh, new routes that uh, I can explore my, my limits every time. Nice. And I started to do some mountaineering the last years as well. So yeah, a little bit of mix climbing, rock, a little bit of snow, ice, whatever. Amazing. In Greece? In Greece, yeah. Uh, nice. Not only Greece, but in, in Greece, you, know, you can find ice climbing as well. Yeah. For a few days. Yeah, for a few days. If you are lucky. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> But there is some good mountaineering in Greece that people don't know about, right? Yeah, that is. <clears throat> yeah, nobody knows about that. <laughs> Maybe we should do another episode about that in the future. Uh, nice. So, and what would you say, yeah, let's think about uh, like you and your climbing, what would you say is your preferred 
style of climbing? Is it like a sport, trad, bouldering, mountaineering? Well, I think it's trad because because I born in the Terra, so that's the first uh, thing that I learned climbing. It was trad, so I think that's my favorite. Nice, cool. So, uh, can you tell us a little bit about Meteora in yeah general? Uh, and you can go yeah wherever you want, but uh, in terms of yeah, what like where is it? Uh, what's it known for? Yeah, whatever. Go with. It. Yeah. So <clears throat> Meteora. Um, Meteora. It's a uh, it's a big. Uh, it's a big story. I mean, it starts from the second century uh, BC. There was an ancient uh, city, Ginion was the name of that city. So it was uh, well known about uh, the walls, the big, uh, the big towers, and people used these towers. They were climbing up, so they were using these uh, towers as uh, fortresses. They were uh, when they got enemies, they have to defend themselves, so they just climb up to the rocks and where the, they were staying up there for a few days, months, who, who knows. So they were fighting from, from the towers. So they were climbing since the second century BC, but we know. And, uh, yeah, in general is, uh, it's, it's a unique place. It's, uh, some. A lot of big towers, rocky towers, and it's conglomerate, the, the stone. Uh, so, yeah, it's, it's towers that among the, those years, everybody tried to climb it. I mean, the, the locals, the, the monks that they came later. So everybody were using these towers. It was a challenge for them. It was a, it was a refuge. So everybody used these uh, these towers, the caves that you can find. And yeah, since nineteen seventy, the early years of the seventies, that uh, the first climbers came, and they start to to organize this uh, this place. I mean, they start to establishing uh, new routes that it was with uh, with the proper bolts, with uh, they were using the proper gear. So uh, before uh, people, the locals, they just climb it like a free solo or they were using good uh, axes and wires and you know, whatever they could uh, use, but in general, it was a free solo uh, climbing. So, when uh, <laughs> at early 70s, people came from uh, from Germany mostly, from Austria and Germany, so they started establishing some, uh, some new routes, at least one new route in every, in every tower. So that was the first 
time that the locals saw somebody climb with ropes. Okay, so, and of course they called the police <laughs> because they, they thought that uh, they were trying to destroy something, to find something, I don't know. So they called the police and then... Uh, uh, so the police, uh, the police arrest them, and they they went to the to Larissa, a city that is near it's an hour from uh, Calabaca. Mm -hmm. So they went there to the uh, to the archaeologists because it's an archaeological uh, place. So they went there and they discuss with the archaeologists that they decide that okay, it's climbers. So they just, it's their hobby, it's not, uh, <laughs> yeah. so, um, yeah, they say, they say that, uh, okay, we, you, you can climb wherever you want, except uh, the, the rock towers that they have uh, monasteries on top. And so they start establishing the new routes, ground up, of course, because, um, yeah, because uh, they were from a place in uh, Germany, the Liechtenstein, the Germany and Czech Republic, the, this uh, other famous uh, place that they don't use uh, French nuts. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All those unnecessary things. <laughs> <laughs> So they've got their ethics and they bring them to to Meteora, but uh, uh, they've got a big problem because it's not, uh, you can find some cracks in the chimneys, but Meteora, of course, it's a big thing. And there are some famous routes uh, that these chimneys, narrow chimneys, you know, very very sketchy and uh and nice things to climb yeah and yeah but when you climb at uh at a wall the wall goes uh in some places it makes some waves so it goes a little bit overhang and then it gains slab and then overhang so at this overhang uh places they they were using a lot of bolts because back at that time they didn't they didn't have the level to climb something very hard so when you climb uh, on a route in uh, Meteora uh, when it's easy there's no bolts so <laughs> when it's overhung and it's hard there are a lot of bolts uh, their ethics that is they they use the minimum of the bolts and uh, they were using uh, when it goes overhang or very hard for them to climb we were using a lot of bolts to do it aid climbing to climb it artificially <laughs> that's so crazy man that's so crazy so that's why it's so scary to climb in Meteora. 
So that's why when you climb and they use a lot of uh, slings, they just wrap slings around the, the stones. Uh, at these towers, we've got a lot of stones because it's conglomerate. So they use the minimum of the bolts and a lot of slings. So uh, that's why when somebody climbs now, when it's easy, there's not so many bolts. And if you look around, you can find <laughs> not so many. <clears throat> you can find some uh, some nice stones, so you can wrap around a sling. But nobody, nobody came. Most uh, most of the people they don't use this. Uh, don't know. Those yeah. Things. They don't know how. So they say, okay, it's totally crazy. It is, mm -hmm. but if you know how to use all of those things. It's a, uh, it's a little bit better. Did you get to a fall on a sling like that? Never. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I use them a lot, but I don't fall, you know. I have stayed there for a while when I was establishing some, uh, some routes. I use them a lot, but only statically. <laughs> Yeah, I don't like yeah. uh, like skyhooks. Yeah, like yeah, <laughs> nice. I can't believe that until the second uh, century, like that always. No, until the nineteen seventies, actually, and people were climbing free solo all the time on the on the towers. Yeah, the thing is that people were using that uh, those towers. Uh, they were feeding their animals. I mean, there were some uh, brave local climbers that they were climbing up to the towers and uh, they were pulling goats and, uh, and sheep. They were pulling the animals up because they, they couldn't find food yeah. down on the next to Castrike in Calabaca. So <laughs> you could read the tower of uh, some uh, some towers you can you could pay some money to the president of Castraki in Calabaca uh, and you could read some uh, the top of the tower for uh, for your animals and then you have to find somebody to climb up and pull the animals up so you can leave them <laughs> one two months up there because they will plenty of food Oh, that's and, crazy. Yeah, until uh, until seventy seven, nineteen seventy four or seventy seven, I don't remember exactly. That somebody of those uh, goat guides uh, slept and uh, fell down. So after that, they mm. they stopped. Yeah, they stopped. Wow. Wow, that's great. And women, women, they were climbing. Usually, they were using the cracks and the chimneys. Yeah. Uh, but still, it was uh, it was climbing. I mean, you need skills to go there for sure. Yeah. It's for not sure. something like yeah. It's something With no rubber shoes or or harness or anything. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. So it's probably one of the like earlier places, earliest places in the world that people were climbing, 
like properly? Uh, I think yes. Dang. When when Dietrich has a climb in uh in a lizard, it's a it's a big uh, a big tower, rock tower in uh, Meteora. He he found some uh, some elements of uh, of climbing, something like the ninth century. Wow. And wow. he say that probably it was the first uh, the first climbing before uh, Mount Ventoux and you know those uh, wow. attempts. Yeah, that's crazy. It's amazing. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> probably. I don't know if it's the the first place, but uh, for sure it's one of the one of the first. Yeah, definitely. Yes. And then uh, today, like Medora is super famous for yeah touristic, of course, but for climbing as well. And like since when I don't know, like the the German and Austrian guys came in the seventies, and then it's like started booming or like how is that? Like a climbing, it was a big thing because suddenly uh, a secret place, uh, people start to to see Meteora and uh, know about Meteora because of climbers, of course, because uh, of some uh, uh, some movies like the James Bond and. All the, the some uh, French movies, uh, so it goes together. At seventies, it goes the movies, the climbers. Uh, yeah, imagine that since then, uh, you could drive to go to the to the monastery to all of the monasteries. You you got yeah. some access close by, but not. Exactly like is yeah. like it is today, but buses no. can go up. There was a dirty, dirty road to go up, so yeah, it was unexplored places. Yeah, yeah. So it was more uh, magical. Yeah, and today, yeah. Uh, how many like to give? Uh, I mean, I I've been there. I didn't climb almost a lot. We pretty much like a. Uh, you know, went through uh, for a couple of days, but like, how big is Meteora in terms of climbing? About, if you say, uh, I don't know exactly, but I think uh, it's ten to fifteen thousand people that is coming from climbing. Oh wow! Yeah, something. Uh, not fifteen thousand. It is fifty thousand days, something like that. Uh -huh. Okay. Yeah. 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 I mean, one one uh, one uh, company can come and climb for uh, for ten days, and uh, we say that is two three people. So that's how it, you can find the. Ten thousand, mm -hmm. mm -hmm. yeah. and the the style it's like the majority is tread climbing, or today there is also sport. Yeah, 
it's a mix of all of this kinds. Uh, you can find some uh, some very good bolded routes, single pieces uh -huh. as well, or the first pieces of uh, of a bolded bit. But usually the uh -huh. first part is more difficult, so it's more uh, bolted. Then the rest it's not so so good bolded, so you can climb the first bit and. You can find some uh, good bolt pits, multi pits climbing about two or three pitches, but not not so so many. And the most of the most of the routes it's a mix of uh, alpine and trad climbing and aid climbing, and you know it's always. <laughs> And then uh, climb all the all the routes. Yeah, it's an yeah. adventurous climb. So you have to be experienced, and you have yeah. to, to climb. Yeah, if you want to to climb something hard, you have to go one level less than the usual that you do at a sport climb. Even if you go at sport climb, you have to be. You have to do, to upgrade yourself a little bit for a few days until you get used uh, the rope, and then you can do the uh, uh, scary, sketchy climb. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't think I've seen it uh, anywhere. Like here in here in Barcelona, we have the Montserrat, which is kind of similar, but also I think a bit a bit different. It's not really the same style. But um, yeah, it's uh, very like even if you are a strong climber, it will take time to get used to the rock and for sure to the to what I want to talk about next, which is like super interesting for me, like the the runouts and well, it's not runouts because <laughs> there is no parts. Yeah. So like uh, uh, like tell tell me like about the ethics and uh, what's what's behind that. So the, ex the ethics uh, it came from uh, from Germany. So we it's a little bit better than their places. <laughs> okay, not uh, from all over the, all over Germany, but from this specific place that we yeah. we speak before. So you have to go ground up. You cannot go and do a rappel start set out like that you have to go ground up you have to carry all the all the stuff uh, you can use some uh, kind of sky hooks but most of the times they don't really work because the rock is very soft yeah so yeah you climb you Try to climb free, let's say, as much as you can, and then you put a, a permanent bolt, and then you have to to see where you're gonna place the the main bolt when it's hard. You go like that. Um, otherwise, if uh, there is a crack or chimney, you have to use the the trad gear. You have to place nuts and slings and. Uh, Camelot, whatever, whatever you have, you can use it. You use it. 
Yeah. So, and yeah, that's why when you climb uh, on a Timney, Timneys is a, it's a big thing uh, for Matilda. When you do routes like that, it's totally unsafe because there are no bolts. Uh, because if you go inside, you actually, you are the, the track gear. You go and you stack, you go a little bit dihedral, and you use your shoulders, your uh, your back, whatever you have, your knees, the lungs. <laughs> so you go and you stack, and you go and you go and you go, and finally you find something, you play something, you take a brief, and you continue. Wow. Well, <laughs> scary. Yeah, so when we, like... 10 or 15 meters uh, run out is normal in a multi-pitch. Yeah, it is. <laughs> but yeah. uh, when, it, when it's easy, and uh, easy, when we say easy, uh, we use the UER grade system. So till five, five minus, that is easy. That is not so easy. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And you have to go. I mean, for somebody that uh, is coming to climb in Matera, you have to get used mostly the route fighting. That's the uh, yeah. That's the mm -hmm. problem. Not because the distances between the bolts is huge. Uh, you have to to think that you cannot climb very hard. And you have to find the easiest way. So when you see, I mean, mm -hmm. you climb, end up one two meters. But if you see something big at the right side, you have to do a, to do a small traverse and then to come back again. So actually, you never climb straight up. You have to go right, left, and find uh, the easiest way. Yeah, especially for your uh, for your feet. Yeah. That's how you climb and you, you can keep yourself uh, safe. Because if you find some, yeah. something big, you can place a sling or even a nut between the, uh, the stones. We use that a lot. Nuts, we place nuts between the, the stones. And you can step. Because most of the climbing in Rotorola is slab. So if you can step, you can go wherever you want. So you just... Slide your hands, you touch yeah. the, the rock, and you just walk and you do traverses with your feet. Yeah, yeah, that's interesting. It's a good uh, tip, actually, to someone yeah. that comes for the first time. And the other thing is that you have to to listen to the rock. Okay, you you, you have to grab a small pebble. But before you grab it, you have to see if it's if it's moving a little bit, or you can hit it. Usually, I use my my finger and I hit the the stones <laughs> and I use noise. Yeah. When I'm not sure, I, I just hit everything. I clean everything. I double check, triple check everything, and then I. Yeah. Wow. So. So how would you get used to it? Like, uh, I mean, I would say now modern climbers, even, you know, not, uh, adventurers, but like people that climb uh, multi-pitch normally, 
but they, they, they go to Matura. I mean, they know what to expect. It's famous. Matura is kind of adventurous, but how would you, you know, recommend to approach it? Like, uh, we'll talk later and I'll ask you some, uh, for the show notes, like I write after some recommended routes. So it would be cool later, but like, how would you, yeah. How would you approach that if you are arrived now from somewhere else that you're not used to that? Uh, you have to do something very, very easy. There are some, uh, some routes that is, that are very easy and, uh, with a lot of bolts, so you can go there, even if it's easy. I mean, it doesn't matter how easy it's gonna be. You have to go somewhere and see how, how is the, how's the, the feeling of the, of this rock. Is it for you or it's not, you know, you need one day, you need one hour, one week. So you have to do a little bit of climbing, something easy, top roping. It's okay. Just to see where, how this, uh, this rock, how it is. Yeah. 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 That makes sense. Yeah. But it's funny. I remember you recommended us like a route and you say, yeah, yeah. There are plenty of bolts, don't worry. <laughs> and I remember walking up and they were like, <laughs> and they were like, yeah, not so many. <laughs> but that's, yeah, uh, but if you do multi-bits, yeah, if you do multi-bits climbing, if that's your style, you know that when we say there are a lot of bolts, it's not every one meter. It's going <laughs> to be two or three. Okay. So that's. Yeah. That's something <laughs> And now when like climbing is getting so popular, you know, everywhere, do you have, because I follow some of the, I think it's your Instagram and, um, and some other guys, like, do you have more, um, like modern sport climbing and then developing like uh, single or multi-pitch? Uh, there is a place, uh, close to Matera. It's five kilometers. Sarakina is the is the name. So that mm -hmm. is sport climbing. Very good bullet. And I mean it. <laughs> yeah, really? <laughs> That's not uh, Theopetra? Theopetra is in five kilometers as well, but it's limestone. Ah, it's a different one. Okay. It's a, yeah, different kind of, uh, of rock. And there are more, wow. uh, more routes than uh, Sarakina, of course, in Theopetra. Uh, yeah. But uh, mm -hmm. Sarakina, it's a, it's a nice place because you can find uh, pretty much all the levels of climbing that you're going to meet in Meteora and all the, the styles, but it's very, very safe. Wow. That's mm -hmm. nice, actually. Yeah, that's a new... Like, I don't know what... Yeah. It's a new place that, uh, yeah, we start to, to establishing routes there the last 10 years, let's say, but now the last, uh, right. 40 years, there are a lot and it's a nice place. Nice. Yeah. I, I see. I, I can't remember now, uh, the name it's like, what I think one of the famous, uh, single pitch. I am there in Matera. I don't, I don't remember if it's on that, uh, 
I don't think it's on that world. But uh, it has a name that another very famous root has. Now I forget, I will uh, remember it later, but it's like a black rock. I think it's like an, maybe 8A or something like that. No, maybe it's 7B+. Plus. Such a beautiful, it looks so amazing. Yeah, probably the black window. Yes, this one. Yeah. Yeah, that's a nice one. It looks so beautiful. Mm. Yeah, there are some. Yeah. When it's so, hard, it's okay. There are, there are a few, yeah. there are a lot of bolts. When it's easy, yeah. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's a problem. That's very difficult. <laughs> when it's easy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so if you're strong, if you try hard stuff, no worries. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's funny. That's funny. But, and then and I remember when we were there, you told us uh, also there, there is some bouldering yeah, around that you were developing during COVID. Yeah, there is, uh, there are some, uh, some boulders in, uh, in Matera as well, but you know, it's not the best quality. For bouldering, so you try something, and after a few days, it's maybe it's gonna be harder <laughs> because something it will unstuck. But there are some in Matera, <laughs> and yeah, there is a there is a place uh, Rizuma. It's eight kilometers from uh, Calabaca. For a few years now, I mean more than something like twenty years. But we start to, to clean this, uh, these problems. And we found another place here in the Caradine that is, uh, it's two, three kilometers from, uh, from Calabaca. It's between Theopetra and, uh, Calabaca. I mean, it's two kilometers if you go from the side of Calabaca, but if you, there is a better road. And you go to Theopatra, so it's a little bit more distance, uh, but it's very close. And uh, we clean something like 100 problems there. Oh, wow. Yeah, during the Caradine, nice. we passed the Caradine there. We found a hut, <laughs> an old hut. We rebuilt the hut. The hut. It was nice, yeah. Amazing. Yeah, something that it was very close and, you know, you never imagine that it's going to be yeah. so close. Yeah. So we never explored it. My brother was there a few years before, a lot of years actually before, and he found only a small part and he said, okay, it's not so, so big deal. So all those years, <laughs> I just keep it in my mind and I say, okay. But maybe we can find something <laughs> and finally <laughs> found a, a very nice place. Yeah. yeah. Indeed. Wow, amazing. So that's amazing actually, because in my mind, and I'm sure like for many people as well, like Matera is only sketchy, like scary climbing or, or yeah, 99%, but it's actually not true. Like, okay, you have that. And if you are into that, or if you want to like explore kind of adventures, uh, so you have that a lot and that's amazing, but you can also go there and mix and do some like normal sport climbing and even some bouldering. And that's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. 
you know, everybody, uh, when they're thinking about Meteora, they just make a search about the, the most famous routes, but the most famous and most classic, it's classic, uh, classic routes that somebody established, established them uh, 40, 50 years before. So you don't have to expect yeah. that it's going to be very good bolted. The anchor point is going to be brand new. So, you know, but if you sense a little bit better, yeah. you can start uh, and do something uh, more easy and find the proper routes for your level, for your style, and you can do whatever you want. Something very safe, something very scary, something uh, super classic and, you know, with uh, always... It's a climbing with a good, yeah, it's a climbing with a good view and you, you reach the summit of the tower. So that is something, uh, something amazing. I mean, it's not just a wall that you climb a few meters and you go down, you just go and you stand up at the, <laughs> at the summit of something. Yeah. That's uh, that's amazing actually. And, uh, if we were talking about that, then you have like some recommendation of uh recommendations of yeah your your um best or your most recommended i don't know roots that uh yeah you like the most you think are good uh, whatever uh, there are a lot actually <laughs> so <laughs> yeah i was uh yeah i'm I will do something with, uh, with some friends who, we prepare a guidebook with the most, uh, with the most classic, not only the classic, what to do, climb in Meteora and what to do in Meteora in general, how to start to climb in Meteora. So we're gonna, we're gonna make a new climbing guidebook and it's not gonna be only some pictures and you know that's the route go <laughs> go and do whatever you want it's gonna be something uh that's to introduce you to to Madeira. so in general i tell you you have to find something easy uh there are some routes in the dupiani of course there are the the small walls that is single pits uh, easy, easy route. Sarakina, you can go to Sarakina before, before everything. You can start Sarakina to see how it is safely to to climb something, to climb, to climb in conglomerate, and then you can go to the small walls, and you can go to the north face of uh, Dupiani, and uh, yeah, it depends on your level. I mean, if you do something like more than 7A, 7B, 7C, you can try the Black Widow, uh, Tetanus. Tetanus is another route next to, to it and some other routes at this, uh, at this world from the west side, from the east side. Yeah, Spindle, uh, at the Spindle, you can find a lot of routes. And some others like uh, Action Direct uh, or Hidea. 
Yeah, there are some. Yeah, we'll do also a few like top list after. Yeah. I won't get you on the spot, so we will have a short, a short list. And um, that's cool. La, now a bit to like practical stuff. So, uh, what would you suggest in terms of like a uh, gear to bring? How like how long a, a robe? Or should if someone is planning a multi pitch trip, then should he bring? Should they bring a, a double robe yeah. or like how many quick draws stuff like this? Yeah, <laughs> I think if you got uh, fifteen quick draws. It's more than enough. It's okay. Uh, you need the. You have to to carry with you a reversal or a tube device because you have to play somebody. You know these uh, things that usually people they don't have it or only one. They've got uh, one device like that tube device and the other has a grigri or something like that so you have to to have the belaying and uh the setting devices and you have to have ropes double ropes is uh the best option if you've got two of 60 two of 60 meters it's uh it's very good for uh, all the for all the routes, whatever you can go wherever you you want. Otherwise, you can you can use an eighty meters in some routes, but not everywhere. In some uh, in some towers, you can go down with uh, eighty meters. Yeah, but yeah. So slings as well. A lot of uh, slings, sixty centimeter. 120 for the for the rocks as well that we said before and what else some uh, yeah the nuts and fruits all the all the series of that I mean very small to very big and I think yeah you are okay and when <coughs> hey, you normally you arrive to Dora from, <coughs> sorry, from uh, Athens, right? That's yeah, way. Athens and uh, Thessaloniki. Thessaloniki. Ah, right. And then when you are in Medora, from my memory, it's quite small. So, like, you need a car or can you get by with a bicycle? Yeah, it's or... not necessary to have uh, a car. I mean, <laughs> especially you stay in Kastraiki. Most of the routes is very close to to Kastraki because of the Kalabaka is uh, there are less uh, routes. So yeah, but still, I mean, the access it's not so big. If you are a Greek uh, person, it's huge. So you need car for sure. But, <laughs> <laughs> but otherwise, you can walk. I mean, the biggest distance yeah. probably it's gonna be. Three kilometers, the biggest. If you start yeah. from uh, from the east side of Kalabaka and you want to go to the to the north side, the last uh, towers, the towers. Yeah, it's it's amazing because I remember it's like the towers. What is so beautiful is like the towers are there and the villages like Kalabaka and Kastaki are 
inside the towers. It's like, it's so amazing to see yeah, like the villages with nature. Yeah, it's uh, so beautiful. It's an urban climb. So we have that. Um, we covered, I think, uh, quite a bit. Uh, what's the best times to come uh, during the year? The best time? Uh, it's uh, spring and autumn. Yeah, during the summer, it's very hot. Spring and autumn. Yeah. You can climb only a few uh -huh. hours early in the morning until, uh, I think, 10 to 11, okay. you can climb, even if it's very hot. You can start at 5 o'clock and you can finish at 10 o'clock. But, uh, you know, when it's very, very hot. But you cannot go at 10 o'clock during the night or even 12 o'clock, it's very hot. Even if you want to climb with a headlamp, it's very hot during the, the summer. And then, you know, winter, because now, now let's say that it's winter, it's super nice. It's from 12 uh, degrees mm -hmm. until 17. Today it was 17, 16. So it was perfect. Amazing. Yeah. So because winter, the last, uh, the la the last years it's not so not so cold. You can climb mm -hmm. easily if you are lucky and it's not raining. Yeah, you can climb. And uh, where is the best place to stay? Um, in like uh, not specific, but like uh, yeah, Kalambaka or Kastaki on board. Yeah, you know Kalambaka. It's a uh, it's a town, so you can find. Uh, supermarkets, whatever you want, I mean, you can find pretty much everything. Kastraki, mm -hmm. it's a little bit smaller, it's a village, so, but it's not so far. So it depends what you want, but Kastraki and Kalabaka are, it's funny, I mean, it's uh, less than one kilometer, so you can walk. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, if you want to be a little bit more quiet, you can stay in Castraki. Uh, and it depends what where you're gonna stay. I mean, you're gonna use the room, or uh, you're gonna use your vans, uh, cabin. I mean, there are two cabin sites uh, in uh, in Castraki that is organized, it's super nice that you cannot find in Tarabaga. and a lot of. Uh, yeah, for the camera vans, you can you can park pretty much everywhere around Meteora. Not in Meteora, but around you can find yeah. nice spots. Mm -hmm. Nice. And uh, yeah, because they are, it's so touristy, then you can also find, it's very easy to find accommodation. It's like, yeah, yeah, everywhere. Yeah. Um, cool. Now... Like, uh, well, rest days is, is easy because you just uh, walk around and see the amazing towers and the uh, right temples. You have like uh, cool stuff you can suggest. Yeah, you can <clears throat> you can do some nice hikings. Mm -hmm. A lot of uh, hiking among the 
Dalek Towers, some uh, secret files, some uh, some caves to explore, uh, busy stuff, a little bit harder if you want. And you can do something like Via Ferrata, but we use uh, we use ropes, and so it's Via Cortata. So you can do some easy, yeah, it's easy, easy climbing. It's uh, scrabbling actually. You can, but we use uh, you use ropes because it's dangerous. Then you can do that. That is super nice. So that's the easiest way, the easiest and the safest way to to climb on a tower, and you can reach the summit mm -hmm. of the tower. Uh, you can do cycling. Uh, something like uh, downhill or uh, you know enduro bikes and whatever you want in some nice fats and yeah inside and in around the, the area there are a lot of uh, fats for that yeah what else you can do i don't know you can do some base jumping you can do <laughs> highlighting yeah yeah, yeah paragliding Is you can fly <laughs> Is it allowed base jump? Close to the uh, there's not a law that says that it's not allowed it, so Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> uh, and I mean we didn't get to that, but I remember when we were like uh, talking the last time. Basically I want to hear some uh, some some crazy story. <laughs> <laughs> so like yeah well, i don't know from you yeah we've got the uh, seizures problems with uh with the monks and the nuns especially uh -huh. and yeah they want to make this area private so uh, whatever they cannot handle it they don't want it Okay, so the tourism is okay, the passage is okay, because they go inside, they pay tickets, uh, they buy things, they've got shops inside the monasteries. But, you know, if you want to do paragliding, base jumping, highlighting, so they don't like it. And, yeah, a lot of times they... They call the police and we've got some uh, issues, but there's not a specific law that says that we cannot highlight it. So, yeah. we just speak about that at the police station and then we we'll go back and again. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, it's a huge problem and it's not uh, only about the activities around Meteora, it's about, uh, it's about properties around Meteora. They want to make everything private. So actually they want to steal the, the public land and make it their, uh, their own. That's a huge problem <laughs> at the local community. Yeah, we fight against mm -hmm. them. Actually, they fight against people. And people fight back, but you know, 
how it goes. Yeah. In Greece, there's a lot of corruption, so, yeah. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, but you, you can yeah. do other things. You can, you can go climb. It's all good still. Yeah. The special climbing, I mean, people climb here the last 50, yeah, 52 years, 53 years. So, yeah, I mean, properly. Yeah, properly. Yeah, so it's not so, yeah, yeah it's not so easy to, to say, okay, we're going to stop climbing, but slowly, slowly, they, they want to, to stop everything. Hmm. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. I hope uh, you you guys know how to handle it. It will be alright. Yeah, we were doing our best. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Um, what else did I want to ask you? Uh, just before we go, if you have any uh, route that you love the most in Metara or few. Yeah, I like the the unfinished story that is in uh, Surloti and the um, community path. Unfinished story and community path. Yeah, and uh, the corner of madness. And the corner of madness. That sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> what what are those? Can you speak a bit about them? Like how many pictures and stuff? The corners of madness. It's a it's a crack climbing, dihedral crack climbing. Super nice. The quality of the rock is uh, it's nice. It's strat climbing. Uh, but you can place a lot of. Uh, a lot of gear. Okay. I mean, you can place a, every twenty centimeters. You can place something. Yeah. Uh -huh. First, uh, three bits is super nice. The fourth is a uh, super good bolted. Um, the rest is a uh, classic Matera. It's a uh, it's a it's a wall. So yeah, there are plenty of bolts. It's okay. And the unfinished story, uh, it's uh, actually nobody have climbed it free yet. There's not a free attempt. There is a there's free attempt of the hardest pitch that is uh, the third pitch, but it's not uh, a free, completely attempt until the the top. So. Uh, I don't care a lot about that, but uh, it's a nice route and has a little bit of everything. I mean, it starts with a wall, very strong, uh, very strong climbing, and then it goes in a dihedral uh, crack climbing, a little bit of chimney, and some small and nice traverses. It's super nice. And, uh, and then community path. Yeah. Mostly it's semi climbing. There's a big cave in the middle of the, of the route. 
and it's an overhang semi climbing that it's it's weird. So they established it that uh, 1979. It took them uh, three days until they they finished the the route. And because it's a uh, it's above my house. It's my favorite. <laughs> nice. It's a dream. Okay, last couple of the things before we wrap up. So, um, very important in Greece is uh, food. Yeah. So, if you have Unfortunately. suggestions for... <laughs> Unfortunately. For tavernas, or I don't know, uh, cafe meals or anything, or a specific food? Uh, specific food, we don't have something specific that we, we eat here. We, we've got, if you, if you like meat, we've got very, very nice meat, of course, grilled meat uh, in all of the, all the, the versions <laughs> of meat. And then uh, the classic, uh, the classic food but because it's a small town uh, you can find it very very good cooked and uh, all the the supplies are uh, super nice so even if you're vegetarian or you don't like uh, meat you can uh, not only survive at this place you can eat a lot <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, means yeah. The food there in Greece is so good, uh, amazing. Yeah, I don't know. I don't have something something specific. Yeah. I mean, in Kastraki, most of the tavernas is in uh, Kastraki, Kalabaga as well. But no, yeah. most most of them is in uh, Kastraki, and some traditional cafe neo that you say is a. Uh, it's a place that you can go in the morning and have some coffee. You can go in the middle of the day and have some beers. And at the night you can drink a tzipuro and you can eat, you can eat as well. So you can stay all day long. <laughs> that's, that's my, yeah. my rest day when I climb in Greece. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Amazing. Uh, you have anything else like you want to say before uh, before we wrap up? Uh, I don't know. I have to say, I want to say that uh, there is a myth about uh, climbing in Meteora. So don't let it be a myth. Just try to find your own myth in Meteora and explore the, the rock towers. I love that. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, if you, I know you're not super into social media and stuff, but if people want to follow, I don't know what you do, the gym, uh, you have uh, some Instagram. Yeah, the gym is, uh, yeah, the name of the gym is Climbing Meteora. So you, you can find always a place to climb indoors it's small but okay we have a lot of things okay. around to climb 
So if you like to deploy Windows, there's the reply with Meteora. It's this team. And what else? Yeah. Otherwise, if you try outside, yeah, if you try outside and you you cannot make it, you can try a local guide to, to help yeah. you about this crazy and that's a good suggestion. And uh, the your gym is also a good place to find the climbing partners, no? Yeah, climbing partners, climbing gear as well, the basic, or if you want to rent something. I mean, ropes and devices, and slings, nice. you know. And yeah, that's a, yeah. Yeah. That's a meeting point, let's say, the last years. Super cool. Amazing, Vasilis. Thank you so much. Thank you too. It was uh, really, really amazing. Yeah, thank you very much. And uh, yeah, take, take care and uh, speak soon. <laughs> okay, bye. Bye bye. Hello, welcome back. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I sure did. It was super cool to hear all the insights and uh, super <laughs> cool story stories from Vasily. Um, yeah, next episode, not next Monday, but the one after, as usual, every other Monday. Please share the podcast with your climbing friends and your traveling friends. And yeah, thanks for thanks for being here as well. Please uh, yeah, feel free to for to see the, all the show notes in the your podcast provider and the website climbingdestinationspodcast.com and I'll see you in two weeks. Thanks a lot and have a great week. Ciao ciao.